Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic, everyone. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. I'm so glad you're tuning in today. Yoga Magic is a show all about self-care and self-discovery, really through that lens of astrology, looking at the birth chart to understand who we are at our core so that we can choose practices that actually nourish us and fill us up and provide us with that much needed, you know, feel good. <laughs> We're going to be talking a lot about feeling good as we discuss the upcoming eclipses, but I'd love to keep you all prepared about what's happening collective energy astrologically so that you can, you know, you can ground down and you know what to expect even when things are pretty unexpected which eclipses are. So, again, I'm Ashley. I'm so glad you're here. I'm a longtime yoga teacher, a self-care coach and astrologer who loves to combine astrology and self-care. Before we talk about the eclipses on this little shorty episode, I want to remind you if you happen to be in the Twin Cities, if you happen to be near Minneapolis, that we are hosting the very first live yoga magic event on Wednesday, May 25th at 7 p.m. at the Nunu. So the Nunu is this beautiful event space that is graciously hosting this fun conversation. I'll be hosting a panel, a stellar panel of past guests to talk about all sorts of things. So I have Gina Seval from Past Lives in the Divine podcast. I have Meredith McCowan of Earthling Astrology and Kelly Smith from Mindful in Minutes podcast. And these three gals, they're my they're my besties, are going to be chatting about summer self-care, about the cosmic energy that's coming our way this summer. We're going to be talking a little bit about how past lives tie into our healing journeys, into our self-care practices. Yeah, it's going to be all the good things. After that conversation, we will be guided through just a juicy, delicious sound bath by Kelly Smith. And then we'll have tons of giveaways from sponsors, from past guests, and just all lots of collaboration happening on this event. So again, if you are in the Twin Cities, tickets are $25. You can get them in the show notes, May 25th, 7 p.m. at the Nunu. I would so love to see you there. I'm going to be a solid nine months pregnant, so hopefully baby doesn't show up too early. And you know what? If she does, she's coming to the sound bath. She's going to get a healing, and it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Would love to meet some of you IRL. All right, everybody, let's talk about the eclipses coming up, eclipse season in general. So I've talked about eclipses in the past, and I won't go into too much detail. Really, just what you need to know about eclipses is that they're pretty unpredictable energy. These happen twice a year. This is nothing new. We know they're coming, but yet we still can't plan for what they're going to feel like or how they're going to affect us. And this is this is pretty big collective energy. So this particular set of eclipses is, it's the second hit in a series of Taurus Scorpio eclipses, but it's still very early in this, this series, if you will. These are about 18 months. So when the lunar nodes shift signs into the two signs that they stay in, they're there for about 18 months. So right now, the lunar nodes, again, these imaginary points on the moon are in Scorpio and Taurus. So as a collective, we're exploring the themes of in the south node of Scorpio, letting go of some of that grief and heaviness and death and transformation that we've all been through over the last two years. I mean, it's so wild that that's what the energy is right now. We're moving towards a Taurus North Node, which is all about luxury. It's about gratitude. It's about being grounded in the things that our beautiful earth provides for us, food, 
you know, nourishment through through the ground. I just think about being outside, spending time in nature is so simple, yet I don't know about you, but I feel like there's so many of us who have just recently woke up to that. Like, oh, wow, like going for a walk outside, so simple and so rejuvenating. So that's that's very much that Taurus North Node energy. And it also brings challenges, you know, brings some bumps in the road. I think a lot about the food supply, the supply chain issues that we're experiencing on a global scale scale right now, it really, it asks us to be grateful and to stop taking these things for granted. Stop taking our beautiful earth for granted. So coming up on April 30th is the first eclipse. This is a partial solar eclipse. So it is definitely important. Um, It's not a total eclipse quite yet. And it happens in the sign of Taurus, in that north node of Taurus. So we're really asked to ground down. That's true of any eclipse, but it's very true when it's in a Taurus environment. So before eclipses even start, right about now, right about when you're listening to this, is a great time to just take a little pause from your everyday manifestation ritual practices. The reason being is that eclipses are unpredictable energy. You know, the light has been obscured in some way. The energy isn't something that we we generally work with. It's more shadowy, not shadowy in a negative sense, just again, like kind of hidden. So we take a pause, take a pause from those everyday manifestation practices, the rituals, like if you normally practice a full moon ritual or a new moon ritual, take a pause. This is not a time to do that. It's really just a time to simply be, simply exist. Maybe go go for a walk, like I was saying. With Taurus, we are exploring that idea of gratitude, exploring those simple, tangible pleasures in life, right? Like a cashmere robe. That's maybe not that simple, but that's what I think of when I think of Taurus, like a soft robe and delicious food and things like, you know, being able to have a slow morning and drink your coffee. Like this is the energy of the week, friends. Take a beat. Don't rush anything. And just know that change is coming. There is a lot of change happening in these eclipses. And change is tough. We know that. But it's always, it's ultimately for the better. So if you're curious to know, okay, well, where is this change happening for me? Take a look and see where Taurus, which house Taurus is in your chart, okay? You can figure this out when you look up your birth chart. Make sure you're looking it up in whole sign astrology because that'll put each of the houses into nice boxes. And Taurus will fall into a specific area of your life, a specific house. For me, it's actually falling in my second house of money. And so thinking a lot about, you know, how I make money, what systems I use to make money, and how that fills my cup up, where that is in the pleasure sense, is something that I'm exploring, something that I'm looking at. And luckily for me, my work is my joy, and it goes really hand in hand. So take a pause, everybody look and see which house Taurus happens to fall in for you. Coming up on May 15th is a total lunar eclipse in Scorpio. So this is a south node eclipse. This will feel probably a little bit more dramatic, I think. 
like Scorpio is not like a casual sign. Scorpio is pretty big. And as we know, as I mentioned earlier, that south node Scorpio is about transformation. It's about going down into the depths of who we are to discover our shit, to discover our shadow and figure it out and work with it and grow and evolve. I love the the symbol of Scorpio. Often we hear about the scorpion as sort of the symbol of Scorpio, but the better symbol when there's many symbols for Scorpio is the phoenix rising out of the ashes to fly away and and transforming. So we will likely be faced with some transformation around this time of like who and what are my shadows? How can I work with those to grow and to change? Again, continue to pause with any sort of rituals at this time and just just exist and notice what comes up in that stillness. If you want to know exactly where it's hitting your chart, check out where Scorpio is in your chart. So what house is Scorpio in? So over the next few weeks, all you need to know, friends, is that it's okay to take a pause. It's okay to slow down just a little bit and with self-care, find the practices that are easy. I talk a lot about a self-care emergency toolkit when things get tough. I've honestly, the last year and a half has felt like that for me. It's been so tough. And I I was just reflecting with some friends. I'm like, oh, I don't even, like if I put it all together, like in the last 12 months, I've lost two babies. We've lost two dogs. My little littlest broke her leg. It was completely immobile for all last summer. Like all these things that like ultimately are really tough. But you know what? I'm going to get through it. It's fine. I'm there. I'm so full of joy in so many other ways. And yet there are still challenge in these really tough things. And that's when I reach in my emergency toolkit for the simplest of practices. Like I know I need to live in a space of joy and gratitude, but I don't have a lot of energy or positivity to sometimes pull it out of my head. I really just need to grab something easy. So my toolkit includes meditation, daily meditation, 20 minutes in the morning. It includes taking a bath at night if I can get that in. Um, it ta- It includes being outside and moving my body just a little bit every day, even if it's getting a little sunlight into the eyes. And these are so, so simple, but I found that that is what I need to keep going. And there's going to be a time, and I feel it, and I can, I think I can see it. It's Jupiter and Aries starting on May 10th, where this shifts big time. So we all have periods of, of lows. We all have periods where we really need those simple practices. So if you can, over the next couple days, in this time, just think about what are those practices that you know are simple? They don't take a lot of time. They're easy, and they fill up your cup. Right? Could it be um, spending time with a loved one or talking to a loved one? Could it be journaling? Honestly, it could be so many things. Cups of coffee, <laughs> as I'm trying slowly to come off of coffee. Um, exercise, yoga, whatever it is. Just r- jot them down. Because eclipse season can be kind of that tougher energy where we don't have a lot of clarity to, to just come up with ideas. we got to reach for the things that are tried and true that we know. So I hope this is helpful as we prepare for these upcoming eclipses. They're temporary, friends. They are temporary. They bring us change ultimately for the better. And 
you know, all we can do is really surrender and just exist and be, hold ourselves grounded down, feet on the earth. Coming up on May 10th, so this will be right before that total lunar eclipse, but it, it will reverberate through the fall, through end of October, is Jupiter moving into the sign of Aries. I am, I'm excited. Jupiter in Pisces is amazing, beautiful astrology. And Jupiter in Aries is like, and now let's go. <laughs> We've been like given this gift and it's time to, to act on it. So Jupiter, the planet of abundance, the great benefic, the second sun that brings us joy, that brings us money, that brings us abundance, is moving into the first sign of the zodiac into Aries. And Aries is a sign of action, of taking action, of being first, of going out and just making stuff happen. So I really see this, Jupiter and Aries, for many of us as a rebirth, as this opportunity to be another version of ourselves, to take action in in whatever way makes sense. If in the last several months you felt sort of this slowness, you felt this uh, bubbling up of excitement, but haven't had quite the energy to make it happen, I think you're going to feel that change come May 10th. It's going to be exciting. So know that Aries sometimes can be a little bit messy. Aries is like, I want to be in the front row. I want to be in the front lines. And that's not always a clean place to be. There's definitely, you know, mishaps. But ultimately, Aries just keeps going and reiterates and tries again and doesn't give up. There's so much tenacity in Aries energy. So coming up again, May 10th through October 27th, 28th is Jupiter and Aries. And it's a great time to start projects. It's a great time to have fun. It's a great time to, I love this expression of like being cringe, like be cringe, do something you've wanted to do for so long and don't care what other people think about it. You've got the momentum and there will be another shift in the fall where, you know, you might want to take a pause. This is a great time for all of us. It's a hot girl summer for sure. Last summer was like a smaller version of this. This is this is a big one. <laughs> Hot girl summer. I know for me, I have so many ideas and so many things that I want to do in conjunction with like actually producing life, with giving birth. They go hand in hand. And it's going to be the ultimate test to figure out like, how do I do it all? Maybe not all. I don't want, I like to be you know moving slowly, but also like, how can I do the things that I love while at the same time being in kind of a challenging, slower process of having a newborn? It's going to be it's going to be an experiment. I'm an Aries rising, so this is hitting me in a very big way. Pretty, pretty excited about it. So that's what's happening in the astro front, everybody. I hope this mini episode was a little bit helpful. If you are curious about how any of these upcoming collective events are hitting your chart, book a reading with me. I'd love to work together or just even check out some great resources. Chani Nicholas, her app is so helpful in navigating these. Um, it's called Chani, C-H-A-N-I. And shoot me a DM if you're just like, ah, I can't figure out my houses. Can you tell me where this fits in my chart? I'd be happy to help. I'm so glad you listened to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of the Yoga Magic community. If you're not already following us on Instagram, it's at Yoga Magic Podcast. And make sure to sign up for our email newsletter in the show notes because that's where events and episodes and all the good stuff comes out first. I will see you on Thursday. Thanks, everybody.